Oh shit, I forgot my water. I'll be fine. <laughs> Damn it. Shit. <laughs> hello, hello, hello. Welcome to episode 67 of the Super Weapon Podcast, most overpowered podcast on the internet. It's your boy Darius the Artist, and as always, I have my co-host DC here with me today. Good afternoon, ladies and gents, gents and ladies. We have quite the discussion to discuss today. Do we? Or uh, kind of. It depends. I guess it depends on how much you care about stuff like this, like cool tech and stuff, oh, I guess. got a lot of Xbox news today. Yeah, yeah. Um, the week after the E3, planter. if you guys are listening to this uh, episode, uh, you know, the, the jets have been cooled on a lot of news, uh, at least for the foreseeable future. Unfortunately, my prediction for a Sony State of Play announcement did not come true this week, but, you know, who knows what next week's hold holds, so... Still holding out hope that they will give us some sort of presentation to show yeah, us what they have like cooking in the sneaky. kitchen. You said, what'd you like say? Yeah, I'm, I'm sure they got some shit up the, uh, excuse me, some stuff up the sleeve, you know? Um, but yeah, man, um, this is a, it's going to be a pretty, I don't want to say a light news week, but it's going to be a lot of Xbox focused news because they continued their news cycle push this week um, post E3. Um, they did announce uh, after their showcase uh, last Sunday that they were doing an extended showcase, um, which wasn't really like a, I wouldn't really call it like a typical E3 showcase. It was more of a deep dive uh, where they were talking to developers for some stuff that they shown and, and things that they didn't. Um, but I really enjoyed it. Um, I thought it was really, you know, it's really, I'll say this much, man. You know, we... First, first of all, shout out to Paris Lilly, the gentleman who hosted the Xbox Game Showcase. Uh, for those of you guys who don't know Paris, please check out his work, man. He's been in the industry for a long time, putting in work, and it was much deserved, and it was awesome to see him up there. Especially, you know, being a, a man of color myself, man, it was it's awesome to see people that look like me on those stages and paving the way for you know us to continue to grow and make our voices heard in this industry especially on a day like today <laughs> you know it's juneteenth happy juneteenth June you know Let's go. <laughs> um you know now a nationally or a federal holiday now um so it's like it's really cool man um I don't know if you, you know, I, I watched most of it. I'm not going to say I watched the entire thing, but I, I just really love seeing developers um, being able to open up and really show their passion for the games that they're working on. Um, and, and it was nice. It was nice of Microsoft to really do this. Like I like I said, man, I'm really been a big fan of the the initiatives and the pushes that they've been doing over the last couple of years. And it's really starting to like show, you know, like all the, all the moves that they've been making since... 2017 2018 are really starting to come to fruition in my opinion and it's i think it's good for all gamers you know i'm not just gonna say it's oh it's just good for xbox but it's good for all gamers so um what do you what did you did you have a chance to look into any of the uh showcase or um because there was some halo news which is awesome and we're definitely gonna i'm gonna touch on that i got i gotta touch on that i'm i'm excited for infinite i am i really am oh man i'm managed to see just bits and pieces um but one thing i did see there was a lot of halo multiplayer news coming down the pipeline mm -hmm. and 
everything that I see is really giving me hope here, man. It's really, you know, shout out and a big, big ups to those guys over at 343 for taking heed. Um, you know, not falling off, not being afraid. They took some harsh criticism. Deserved, well-deserved. Yeah, they took some very, very harsh criticism from when they first dropped that awful trailer. Like <laughs> Last year, it was last year. Yeah, last year. It was year about this time the, last year, yeah. Smooth brain-looking fruits and... <laughs> yeah, so, uh, you know, some people, they fold under pressure, man, but I, I, I think 343, they took a step back. You know, they realized that they, they have to get this right. They have to make it right. They did what they had to do, and now things are looking very promising for all of us Halo fans out here. Um, I really do hope, in a way, that they do wrap up, because this was supposed to be the second trilogy, so I'm hoping that they do wrap up the Master Chief story. And I believe they're going to do it, because now that multiplayer is a standalone game, they don't need the campaign. True. So... I'm just hoping that he gets a proper little wrap up and obviously they're going to focus on their cash cow, which is about to be the free to play multiplayer. I know what y'all are thinking. Are you going to say cash cow, but free to play? Well, for those who are not, you know, knee deep in the industry, like me and my partner Darius is um, free to play usually just gives you a base, right? Yeah. You can download it and play it from a base perspective. But then what they usually get paid off of is um, skins, battle passes, mm -hmm. and things of that sort. So they'll still be making money. But, yeah, man, not to get long-winded here, but um, I saw bits and pieces of Halo news. And I kept up with that, but I didn't, I kind of missed a lot of things just being busy and whatnot. Yeah, yeah, man. It was um, I you know I don't want to get too ahead of myself here with just to kind of like touch on Halo some more. I don't I don't want to get too ahead of myself, but I don't think it's too much of a stretch to say that I think this if this game turns out as good as I think it will be, that this will finally pull three four three out of Bungie's shadow out of their legacy, um, with Halo, because even nowadays like. Even me, like when I think of Bungie, I still kind of associate them with that with that franchise, even though you know they've been doing Destiny since 2014. Mm -hmm. I think I think it's taken a long time for them to get here and to find their own voice in the franchise, and I think they've finally done that. At least from everything we've seen so far. I mean, we won't know obviously until the fall, um, and I don't think they've announced a release date for Halo Infinite yet, have they? They just said it's coming out this in November. Yeah, I think it's gonna be. I think it's gonna be twentieth anniversary, honestly. Um, but I'm I'm really excited. Easy bet. Yeah, I I don't think it's too much of a stretch to think that it's gonna come out on the twentieth anniversary of Halo and uh, Xbox. But as far as like the event itself, I was really impressed with because you know they did something similar to this last year with the the game showcase where they tried to do. They tried to do both together where they had these like developer diaries and gameplay. And I think they learned a lot from that. Um, and that's pretty evident with E3 with their showcase where it was just trailer back to back to back to back. This was kind of like a more intimate, 
setting where they had time to really talk about the things that they're excited about with individual games and th their portfolio is looking really good to me like there's a lot of games i'm really excited to play um i think my most anticipated game right now from xbox is uh hellblade 2 and oh, really yeah hmm. yeah um because during the they they talked to ninja theory during the showcase um and they did like a they showed like a behind the scenes developer diary and just the amount of work that they're putting into this game i think i first of all i don't think we're going to see hellblade 3 until like i mean hellblade 2 until probably 2020 late 2022 maybe not even till 2023 um i mean one of the things that really caught my attention that they touched on was that the main character the the woman who's playing the main character uh like the the mocap uh actress she's been actually training like combat training for two years um and how they've been hand building costumes like the costumes that the characters wear in game they they actually make them and then they scan them into the game and it's just like wow. stuff like that is really cool to me um yeah because they're taking that 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 hands on almost mm -hmm. like uh for lack of a better term um homemade right approach. right it's it's Instead making things more authentic on machines mm -hmm. or technology to just kind of create something i just i just love that kind of stuff like that that to me you know, because one one of the biggest things I've heard people say um, from Xbox or about Xbox versus PlayStation first party studios is that they don't have a a top notch, you know, narrative driven single player story game. Um, slander. <laughs> I mean, it's not really slander. It's kind of true. I mean, you know, until we start seeing these games, of course, we we can only we can only judge off of what we see until we get our hands on the games. And, you know, I'm still of the same mindset that while I am excited for the future of Xbox, I think that they still have a lot to prove. Um, and I think that's going to change once the game start coming out. But I think this game, this game will really put not only Ninja Theory in an upper tier in the, in the industry, like with the likes of like a, a Insomniac or a Naughty Dog or, you know, even um, what's the name of the studio that developed? Uh, Ghost of Tsushima. I can't think of the name. Sucker Punch. That's who it is. Yeah. But I think it'll put them in that kind of tier of games, and I'm really excited for that. That's definitely, I think, my most oh, anticipating game. This is going to be an X, one of Xbox heavy hitters. I think so. I think this will be good. I think Stalker Two looks really good. Like I'm, I was already excited watching the the Xbox their uh, E3 presentation, but they did like a, a kind of like a deep dive on Stalker. And, you know, I really love that kind of setting. Like, I love the Metro series. I've played all three games, um, minus the DLC for three, but I've, I've been a big fan of Metro for a long time. Um, and this- Did you stream that? Yeah, you streamed Yeah, that. I streamed Metro three, yeah. I've played yeah, one and two. Like the days, right? Mm -hmm. I might, I might yeah. play them over again. I mean, I've played, played through them multiple times. I just I'm love the games, man. I'm gonna play Hellblade. <laughs> I don't know, man. Hellblade is one of those games that it's it's a, it's a game that touches on mental health in the most intimate and, and I don't want to say disturbing way, but you know the game really had a lot that it's heavy, man. It's it's, it's really heavy. heavy. Yeah, it's an emotionally heavy game, um, especially with a lot of themes and stuff that they explore, and they really respect that that kind of realm where people do have trouble and how they don't always get the help that they need or deserve. Um, I mean, I definitely, if you guys haven't played Hellblade, I definitely recommend it. Um, 
I couldn't finish it because it freaked me out so bad. Like, I'm not even kidding. <laughs> I keep telling myself I'm going to go back and play it, but we'll see. Um, you, you will, if you have a good headset. It's a, it's a requirement. If you have yeah. a good 3D surround sound system hooked up to your um, Xbox or, man, yeah. I heard people talking to me. I, I kid you not. Yeah, the whispering and stuff. It's and it's cool because and it felt like somebody was behind me <laughs> yeah. in my house, and it scared uh, the shit out of me. Oh man, don't play that game at night, guys. But I mean, I think overall this was because I want to say it was probably um, a, a little over an hour, maybe, um, maybe an hour and twenty minutes. I can't remember how long it was, but it was really cool to see, man. I'm really excited for what Xbox has in store for the future. Um, we're going to get a few games, I think. I think next month in July, I think they have a couple of games releasing. And as we get closer to the fall, we'll start seeing those bigger titles. But, you know, I think Xbox is, is in a really good place right now as far as what they've shown. Um, they still have to prove, of course, always. Um, but it's definitely something I'm looking forward to, man. Was there anything from like E3 or anything that they've shown that you're excited for? Like any first party games? Sorry, my cat was digging in the litter box. That's why I keep looking to my right. <laughs> um, let me see. Anything? Any? Well, Stalker surprised me. That was a pleasant surprise. Um, I want to get to know more about that because that's Stalker too. I I've never heard of the series. Same. Not before so they they showed like it. Go back and see what one was about. It looks like a very very interesting game. Um, but more on the tech side like everything that xbox is doing it seems like they are building up and heading in the right direction but one of the things that i just keep uh harping on and one thing that i'm really really excited to see is everything that they have going on with the x cloud even though it wasn't really talked about much like during the main e3 events I feel like what they're going to do with this Xbox cloud is going to pretty much determine their, their the the future of Xbox. Like it could be the biggest thing we ever seen or it can be the biggest flop. You know? Yeah, and I don't understand how this that particular story got buried under all the well I mean E3 was well, a big week and there was a lot of news. Game. Yeah. I think they wanted to just show the their main base if you will that they are because remember they said hey we're still committed to games right right so i feel like e3 was to show the people that are invested into the xbox community that hey guys we really are still we still have our focus on games but while we're doing that we're also working on the x cloud and extending gameplay across uh different realms like you know for you to be able to play it everywhere. So I think E3 was for them to let everybody know, yo, we still focus on the games. We got these studios. We got some cool things coming up. But that's a X good point. Cloud, X Cloud is something that everyone, whether you're uh Xbox uh fan, a Sony fan, Nintendo fan, I think it's something that everyone should be paying attention to, honestly, because I've said it before on this podcast, that is literally going to change the 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 way we play games for the next forever like they're already talking about 
putting the xCloud on on TVs like TV apps are going to be any hardware all you're going to need is a controller in the near future there literally is going to be no need for a console which is crazy like to me that's crazy I like I don't understand why people not talking about this more yeah this was definitely the biggest surprise once I read this because it came across like I think I saw when somebody from who works at IGN tweeted about this like I didn't even see this on the website until I did some digging and I was just like how are how are more people not talking about what Xbox is planning on doing you have to look for it right yeah I think this would be everywhere because I think like it originated from like an Xbox wire uh post or something it was on like a web like just something just a throwaway article is what it really was and it was interesting because um and you know to give you guys a little bit more context so xbox also announced this past week that they planned on bringing their next gen games or current gen rather games like you know series x and x exclusive games eventually will be able to be streamed uh directly to your xbox one via xcloud and <laughs> i just i don't understand why more people aren't talking about this because this this to me says one of two things right you know for the, you know for those of you guys who don't understand like as far as like console sales and hardware sales right we are in a in a shortage right now uh with xbox and playstation so they're very hard to come by um i mean even like regular xboxes as far as i know are pretty hard to find right now um but i thought this was a really cool initiative for them to do so let's say a year from now you're still not able to get a series x or s um they they're going to implement this technology to where you can stream these games so you're not using the hardware the ram and stuff on your on your xbox necessarily um but you'll still be able to play next gen games which is really cool man um i mean it just really plays into what their their mission statement has been uh for the longest time is they want people to play their games they don't care how you play them or where you play them they just want you in their ecosystem i keep just remember that ecosystem this large bubble is xbox and they want you inside of it they don't care if you're playing on pc they don't care if you're playing on your phone they don't care if you're playing on your xbox they just want you in their ecosystem i mean that is not to say that they and they they were very clear to say hey we're still developing consoles this isn't going to be the last xbox you get um <laughs> we're already working options basically. yeah right and that's good because not everyone is going to be able to afford a next-gen system even when they're readily yeah, available the prices are going to go up like, I think I don't think necessarily not, that. I think the price of Game Pass is going to go up. I don't think the price of No, I'm just saying in general like next gen consoles, the prices are eventually going oh, up. Oh, you mean like as they like release new ones? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like the new sure. Xbox Series 2 or whatever they <laughs> Series Y. <laughs> like y'all Xbox one thing I got to say to y'all, man, as an Xbox ambassador in training, I put in my application. I love it. I love like, it. I keep speaking that shit into existence. But, I love it, man. Yeah, man. Like, only thing I have to say is, man, we got to get consistent with these names. These names <laughs> are confusing as hell. Okay. But, you think you think we'll ever get to a point where? I mean, even with like PlayStation Two, yeah. Like, like what what else can they do? Um, XL. No, PlayStation's fine. I like. Oh, are we talking about names here? Yeah, just like naming conventions uh, I mean, for. I like PlayStation. I like 
to keep it basic and keep yeah. it numbers. Like that's fine. Uh, PlayStation Six would be cool. Like I'm, I have no quarrel with numbers. Like, We're hundred percent getting a PS Six. There's no, there's no way yeah. they're not gonna call it that. But I feel like Xbox was just. It was one of those dare to be different, and then they just tried to be too different. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. I don't think it hit its mark. Me personally, I don't think it hit the mark they were trying to hit with the names. But you know, yeah. then it's confusing. And if you got parents and stuff trying to buy their kids an Xbox and they come home with a like Xbox, the wrong Xbox is just like okay. Well, I mean, they got a receipt. <laughs> I guess they can take it back. But I don't know, man. You know. Yeah, man. <laughs> I just think that the X Cloud ban. It is one of those. It's gonna be like I look. We're we're gonna say cyberpunk every episode to the hundredth episode. Okay, it's where the timeline split, guys. Sorry, I've been watching a lot of Loki. It's it's where the timeline took a dip. I, if this this Xbox this X Cloud is gonna be one of those moments in gaming history that's that's gonna change gaming forever. Just think, I can agree with that. Yeah, man. Look, you're gonna have. Little Beezy's gonna grow up and be able to play anywhere. on on their phone, on their on your your wristwatch, your AR glasses. Twenty years from now, you know. Do you think that may cause trouble in the future? As far as they what they already say, kids don't go outside. All right, like you know, I'm I'm, a, I'm gonna tell you this much. I've given up on trying to tell myself that we're going to be in a future where not even just children, adults, you know, older, when we're older, you know, we're going to be, there's going to be ads everywhere. I don't know if you've ever seen, and to go off on a tangent, I don't know if you've ever seen that episode of Black Mirror where it was the guy who, the black guy who was in like that gray box, essentially everyone's living in like that cube and you're being fed ads and you have to pay more money and you... You know, I think it's, <laughs> I don't think it's going to be that dark, but I think we're going to eventually get to a point where you're going to have a seamless integration of reality and the digital world. Uh, I mean, wow, augmented reality. Yeah, I, I really do believe in augmented reality more than, more than, more than VR. And, and it's simply because the technology isn't there yet. It's getting there for VR. But it, we're not to the point where you can just, just like in in your favorite movie or anime where you put a helmet on and it teleports you to an MMO or your favorite world. You know, I don't think we're just, I don't think we're there quite yet, but I think eventually it's going to move into that direction. And rolling technology and all this other stuff. Yeah. And then, you know, the robots are going to take over and then it's going to be like the Matrix and we're all going to be test tube babies. But mm. <laughs> uh, now... When I'm a test tube baby, right? Am I rich in this test tube? I mean, that depends. Are you gonna make a deal no. like the guy did from the first Matrix? You gonna? No, I'm willing to cop hey. a deal, man. Watch <laughs> out! I'm a sellout. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> but no, man. I I don't know. Like I think, um, and I don't want to say like Sony and Nintendo aren't really forward focused or future focused on on things i think eventually I, i'm just going to be straight up honest with you guys i think eventually i think sony is going to be forced to come up with something similar to compete with game pass i do i think eventually game pass is going to go up in price 
be ready for that $20 a month Game Pass Ultimate subscription is coming. I don't know when. You heard me say it here first. Man, if people not expecting that, then <laughs> I don't know what to tell them. Yeah. I mean, it's only, I mean, once these games start hitting, you know, it's it's going to get to a point where, you know, eventually Xbox is going to have to do what Netflix does, where they start curating their lists, eventually cycling. I mean, they're already kind of doing that, right? Like, they're like, hey, this game is leaving Game Pass. You know, it's been on Game Pass for X amount of months. We're going to take it off, so you're going to have to buy it. You know, I think it's going to be a situation like that where, I mean... I still plan on buying my favorite games. Like I'm going to purchase Halo. I know it's on Game Pass, but I'm I want to buy it. I don't think it's ever going to be off of Game Pass. Like Halo depends on what kind of cool mm-hmm. stuff that's featured with it. And then I mean, you think about it. Like, what if they do something like this, where they just like what you just said, right? Where they offer incentives for Game Pass. Uh, like, what would be really cool, right? I got. I just thought of this. Xbox hire me. Where if you're a Game Pass owner they could give you a cool helmet to use in Halo or something. You know what I mean? Like something to incentivize people to sign up. I think they're going to get a lot of people signing up irregardless, but that would keep people around. They're like, oh man, I get a cool car in Forza or I get a cool, maybe not a car, but like I I get a a cool decal or something, you know, like that would be cool. Right. And I I just, you know, I think Xbox is really hitting the mark on a lot of things I, and I think we're going to get to that point I do once once yeah. they get done building the foundation and they have they're taking I tell you guys all the time they're taking the Disney approach where every month there's every month this year since since hell since uh, Mandalorian there's been like uh, a Disney show on Disney Plus a Disney original show every month launching because they want people to stick around and I think Xbox is going to do the same thing and I'm not against it. Yeah. As long as it's not anything that's like, hey, you get this uber powerful gun in Halo, you know, or you get, you know what I mean? Like nothing like that. Uh, I think they, I think they learned um, from past mistakes about that. I don't think they'll make that mistake again. Um, but I do feel like uh, Nintendo and Sony are definitely, if this xCloud takes off, and I believe it will. Yeah. I think, you know, Nintendo and PlayStation are definitely going to have to get on board. Now, yeah. I don't know if that means basically rent a room in Xbox Castle. I don't know. <laughs> or mm. they will create their own kind of uh, X Cloud or whatever they want to call it, the Wii Cloud or the... I don't think uh, Nintendo will. And I'm going to tell you why. Because <laughs> Wii Cloud... <laughs> Nintendo can't even get their own I mean, line together. Yeah, but you know the thing about Nintendo, right? They've they've always been so they've independent. Been simple, yeah, they've always been they, they've always been unique in their approach to games, not only hardware but mm-hmm. in just like the games that they make and sell. And I think Nintendo's brand has been around so long and it's so strong at this point that they don't. I don't think they'll ever ever make something like xCloud or anything quite like that i just don't see it for them and that's fine and they don't need to i mean they they don't nintendo is nintendo at the end of the day they're i mean out of the three companies they're the only ones that sell their consoles and make money off of each sale that they get they don't lose money on the switch at all 
<laughs> like Nintendo is sitting pretty on a mountain of cat of Mario dollar bills. I promise you. Like they they're doing a Scrooge McDuck, money <laughs> dive in the coins, spit them out. You know, I just I don't know. Like I I think Sony will get to that point. I mean, they're kind of kind of sorta doing something like that. I don't I don't even really want to compare the two, but you know, they they their PlayStation Plus offerings are getting a little bit better. They've offered some really nice games over the last several months. Yeah. Um, PS the, the PS store and stuff is they they're making the proper they're I feel like yeah. they're doing the proper steps to um get them caught up in that area I think that even we're gonna see even more with that with the new uh gen systems because, yeah I mean you just gotta have that functional for I mean it's to it, it's just basically for your people like you want to have some a functional store and make everything a little bit more easier for people and i think they're doing fine I, it's just i just want to see where like all this ends up at, at right the end of the rainbow what's going to happen with these three consoles in my lifetime like i'll be an old man still looking at this <laughs> like we can look yeah. back on these episodes because they're forever archived on the net and just go back to these conversations that we had I think it's going to be cool to see. I mean, we're it's always exciting, especially like for me at the beginning of a generation because I mean, you look back at the beginning of the PS4 and Xbox One generation and look at where we ended. You know, where you didn't really have a lot of live service games, you didn't really have a lot of those, like a lot of that tech wasn't really around, but you know where where could we end up 10 years from now seven eight years from now i mean but let's dig deeper let's dig deeper here remember when the first xbox came out with the big ugly waffle iron controller oh. we laughed it out of the room and remember, the uh... nobody expected <laughs> xbox to even last this long and the dashboard was uh those wing those kind of like wing bladed uh menu uh oh or you... <laughs> with the scroll wheel it was the what was the scroll? Oh my god! Yeah, no man. One, oh dude, goodness. No one even expected Xbox to make it this far. No, nobody did. I, I thought they were a joke. I'm not gonna lie. And I bought it. Really? Like, Xbox Ambassador in Training. Day one, I right bought, here. I was the only one in my group of friends. Everybody else was. What was it? The PS One or two it was PS Two? Yeah, I think it was PS Two back then. Everybody got PS Twos. Guess who bought an Xbox? This guy, man. But, I mean, I had a PS2 too. I had both. Oh, of course, of course. I got the PS2 later on, which to me, I shouldn't be saying this as an Xbox ambassador, but <laughs> PS2 is probably one of my favorite consoles of all time. PlayStation Two really. I'm about to look up and, and see when it released. Three, the Xbox 360 will come after that. PlayStation 2 released in March. March 4th, 2000, original Xbox release date. So it came out a year after the PlayStation 2. So yeah, they pretty much yep. same generation. Yeah, 2001, November 15th, 2001. I remember I was too... I don't know what it was. At the time, I didn't have the money in the PlayStation or something. PS2 was it, I man. remember I got the PlayStation kind of late. No, I might have got it right after I got the Xbox. I, don't rem I just know I have my Xbox. Yeah, it's just it's just great to see. I had a because I had the PS One, and 
Yeah, I had all those little crazy systems, man. Because I was the type, I bought the Saturn. I had a Dreamcast. I had all that stuff. Oh, Dreamcast. Oh, too ahead. It was ahead of its time, man. Don't get me started. See where it all ends. Like, the next 10 years, like, you know, to see what the... Because you know they're going to make a smaller console. Like, what's the small PlayStation going to look like? Is it going to look like a baby clam? Are we going to get a little shoebox <laughs> for the small Xbox? Like, all this stuff fascinates me, like, to see where it's going to go. And it's really cool because, you know, if you think about it, in a way, a lot of the stuff that gets developed for game consoles kind of leaks itself into other industries. I'm, I've always been, like, you remember... I don't, you know, I know you remember Blu-ray versus uh, HD DVDs back in the day. Yeah. The Blu-ray versus blue versus red back then. Yeah. I mean that. I honestly believe, like, I I really plasma TVs. Plasma TVs. Yeah, man. Like that kind of stuff really, I think, influenced the direction of technology. I mean, if if PlayStation didn't do what they did with the Blu-ray drive, um, putting it in, yeah, in say, into the that PlayStation, was, yo, that was game changing. That was game changing, bro. Like you could have a DVD player and a game console. Yeah, but you remember the what was it? The 360. You had to buy that extra attachment, that fucking uh, that HD DVD attachment or whatever it was to play stuff. Like <laughs> yeah, it was bad. <laughs> <laughs> like was I, bad. nobody wanted to buy that. You know, it was horrible. Um, but I think just like you were saying, man, like I, I really do think that Xbox has something special here um, that they're going to change the face of gaming with the streaming tech. And I mean, hey, I mean, you guys never know. They might work with Sony one day to be like, hey, here's how we did this. They've worked together in the past before. Um, it just... I think honestly, man, with all the gaming wars and all the, you know, we have fun with the console wars and stuff like that, but my prediction if i was to give a prediction here right i would say once the x cloud get, gets its foot in the door gets settled everything smoothed out once they mastered this piece of tech i truly believe that it's going to be something that they share yeah oh yeah i, I think it, it you may see a sony like like merger or some kind of not merger that's not the word I'm partnership for, partnership yeah like where they'd be like hey this is how we did it or whatever like because this i just feel like this is the way that games are going to be able to play anytime any place um i don't see xbox just putting a clamp on that you know they'll they'll hold it down but i i feel like they'll share with playstation nintendo's gonna do Whatever it is, Nintendo does. Yeah, they're, Nintendo is definitely not going to go anywhere. They're, I mean, honestly, they all kind of influence each other. I mean, you remember when the Wii came out, and then after that, Xbox and PlayStation started to. Uh, PlayStation came out with that wand. with the with the with the PlayStation wand, and then they started putting the six-axis technology in their controllers. Like that, that stuff is cool, man. Like it's, it, you know, can we have a discussion, PlayStation people? Be real with me, man. That wand wasn't it, man. <laughs> have you ever that tried? It, have bro. you ever tried that, man? Yes. It's that, so bad. That, that was weird. <laughs> it was stupid. I felt so stupid yeah. waving that thing around like Harry Potter, bro. Like, 
Come it was on, terrible. Y'all we... gotta throw me a bone here, bro. Y'all know that wand was whack, man. Beasy in chat said, "Wee." <laughs> Come on, Beezy. My, I know uh, you're a PlayStation ambassador in training <laughs> over there. Come on. The wand was horrible, bro. Come oh, on. man. We going off the rails here, man. Yeah. Yeah, okay, see? man. <laughs> Our podcast has no... We try to keep it on rail, but we fly. It's funny, I'm man. Sorry. Yeah, it's funny. N64 is better than the PS1. You know, I honestly did love my, my 64 more, honestly. Like, I, I do have fonder memories of a, of my 64 versus my my PS1 100%. I hate I still hate the controller to this day. I think the N64 controller is one of the worst things ever made. Well, you I know. This. <laughs> I found my play I found my PlayStation 1. And to pick up that controller without any analog sticks is the weirdest thing. Oh my god, it didn't have analog sticks. Yeah, it was just a PlayStation controller like <laughs> it feels so weird. N64 controller was a shuriken. Yeah, man. <laughs> you mess around and throw that thing in some way, hurt somebody, man. And for those who are listening, yes, we are talking to BZ in the chat. So we're not just talking to ourselves. No, nah, man. We we love uh, the people that show up. It's awesome, man. Yeah, the PS2 is 100% goaded. I think. I think that's gonna forever be like all time great console. I would, uh, I'm an Xbox guy. I have to admit that yeah. the PS2 was just they did everything right, man. Like that that was the one of the pinnacles of just gaming consoles to me. Yeah, maybe we should do a side episode on like old consoles and our favorite games. I think that'd be fun to do, just like a list, and we would just just go through it. That would be so much fun. I love mm-hmm. old games, that could man. Be a Tuesday episode. Yeah, I love classic games. We we definitely gonna do that. <laughs> but yeah, man, I, I I think to to say all that, you know, we're definitely headed in a. I think it's it's a great time to be a gamer. Like if you guys are you know new to gaming or even like you know you don't play games that often. Like I think now, especially at the beginning of this generation, as things are gonna continue to evolve over time, like this is probably the best time to be a gamer. And I'm I'm yeah, super excited. GTA. Yeah. <laughs> Even though we're never getting GTA six until like twenty thirty five, but you know. Oh God, please don't trend trend trends on Twitter once a month at this point. <laughs> no matter what. Some kind of fake image. Oh, it's gonna be in London. Yeah. And it's a picture of, of a real life guy in London. I think you know, and, and what you I think that GTA six is getting up there with Half Life three hype. I do. I think the reason they haven't made it yet is because it's it can't be anything other than the greatest game of all time. But how do you how do you make that? How do you surpass what you've done think, with five? I think they also trying to figure out how to keep that monetization train going too. Oh uh, man, GTA Online ain't going nowhere. That's that's yeah. a they've if probably they were smart. They'll do it like Halo. Yeah, Just split it. I think that that's actually not a bad idea. Just have he might GTA be honest. Online as his own game. Yeah, I can see that. I, I really do believe that, though. Like, I don't there's think like a uh, there's an economy, like a full blown economy for that game. Like, crazy to see to see what that that's become since the 360 era is is nuts, man. It's I don't know, it's nuts. <laughs> but yeah, 
Anywho, sorry guys, we went on a uh, pretty long tangent there. That was fun. We take y'all on a ride. Yeah, that was a fun ride, man. I, I enjoyed that. <laughs> Ooh, I think that might be one of my drops. Oh yeah, we definitely gotta. Yeah, you gotta plug that out. Yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. But yeah, we go off the rails. <laughs> yeah, so I guess uh, our last story, our last Xbox story. This really, really isn't a story. I think this was more of a. Uh, this is more of an opinion of mine and his, I guess. I, so, f- surprise, surprise, Starfield is Xbox exclusive. Uh, told you guys that months ago. They spent $7.5 billion for a reason. But apparently, uh, I mean, Pete Hines, that one of the heads of Bethesda, you know, he went on a round of interviews and he kind of addressed some of the anger from uh some sony fans that yeah we're gonna get to that we're gonna get there we're gonna get there uh he addressed that you know he understands why some fans are upset that starfield is an xbox exclusive and he essentially you know it's like hey i I can't do anything i'm not in charge anymore (laughs) um you know to say all of that i i guess my my first question is do you feel as though if Sony would have purchased Bethesda, that this would have even been a story. Do you, do you feel that way, DC? You, you have the floor. He he sang a little prayer, a prayer real quick, chat. It's not even a prayer. It's to hold back Larry Fitchberg, my second personality here. He's a little excited. He wants to come out and talk to you guys. But anyway, my feelings about this is uh how can i just stay on rails here um hey man fly off them if you need to i just don't man like look playstation people y'all like just go on these epic rants about how many great exclusives y'all have you lose one or you lose one game rather and it's like everybody's up in arms about it like y'all have like a billion exclusives like and i get it i get it i get it I know that a lot of you've been waiting for this game for a long time because uh, uh, essentially they were supposed to get it, you know? That was word on the street. That was word on the street, yep. It was supposed to be a PlayStation exclusive. Came over to Xbox Castle. Um, And I get get it. Y'all were supposed to get it, but y'all are not going to get it. But really, I mean, if you have a PC, (laughs) you can play it, right? Yeah, it's going to be, yeah, 100%. So yeah, you, you can play it on PC or you can get an Xbox. I think, you know, my I thing. I just don't see why it was such a big fuss, basically what I'm saying. My my whole thing with this entire situation that once again, you know, if you, if you guys have been paying attention to what Phil Spencer has been saying to what the heads of Bethesda have been saying for several months now, this shouldn't have been a big surprise to people. But I I think where people were holding out hope was the fact that Xbox, you know, they want everybody to play their games regardless of where you choose to game, you know? And when they did that, was it a couple of months ago or like last year, late last year when uh, Phil sat down with the heads of Bethesda and he clearly stated that Bethesda games will exist where Xbox Game Pass is? That should have been the indication there because I don't feel th- his stamp on it. 
I don't think we'll ever get Game Pass on PlayStation. I don't see a world or any universe where that happens. Um, that told me everything I needed to know. And, you know, he went on, he went on to talk more in the article where he essentially said that, you know, it, it's actually kind of good for them because developing games for multiple consoles is incredibly difficult. And we've seen games come out before where they might perform better on, on one console over the other. So, I mean, honestly, I think, I think Bethesda has to get this game right because they haven't really been very popular. Been riding on Skyrim fumes. Yeah, I mean, Fallout, Fallout 76 was pretty terribly received when it first released. I, I and it's in a much better state now. Um, it's a work in progress because I I feel like they are making they're 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 listening to their their core audience and they're making changes toward it to improve the game. But for the mm -hmm. most part, when it came out. It was pretty bad. You know, I, I honestly think that their their problem with Fallout was franchise fatigue. Um the one of the one of the head artists um who's working on Starfield was talking about that, how he's so excited that they're working on something new. And he's been at Bethesda for like twenty years. So I mean you and that and to me, my personal opinion, Fallout should have never been a multiplayer game. That's just me, but I understand that multiplayer games is where the money at, you know. I mean, it it could have been that, and it could have been them wanting to try something new. But you're still in in the constraints of that franchise, so you can only do so much with an established franchise that, you know, before you lose the identity of it. Like, imagine if Halo was like a, I don't know, a racing game or something. You know, like what if they tried to do something like that? You know, it Ooh, wouldn't Halo racing. It wouldn't come across very good, right? <laughs> like I don't think it would. Um, Banging warthogs off. Of... <laughs> Go on, maybe, on. maybe I guess now that she said that, but I, you know, I think it's good that they were able to at least spread their wings, and uh, you know, it's, it's good to see that they're working on something that they seem incredibly, incredibly passionate about. I mean, this is their first new franchise in a long time, like a long time. And they probably up there. Yeah, it's gonna be. Because what I'm scared of, right? This is what I'm scared of. Because I didn't care about Star Starfield at first. I really didn't. But after E3, um, it was put on my radar. It was and the most talked about I, game no one had ever seen. I, I just It was crazy to me. The hype behind it was nuts. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I looked it up and I was just like, but I was never about it. But now I'm kind of interested in it. But at the same time, what I don't want them to do is to make a Skyrim in space. I heard that quote. I think, and this is this I is when people, to, gosh, man. I just don't want, like, I don't want them to do the Ubisoft effect to, to like, where it's similar or so similar to their, their big franchise games. Like, if this is their... The other game that they've been wanting to work on since forever i just want it to have its own complete identity like i want it to be great but i want it to be great on its like own merit i don't want want them to be afraid to try something new and and, and fall back into that old way of thinking or you know i i didn't take that's that's not how i took that quote i took it like they that he meant 
you know, you you are a character in a world and you can be anybody you want to be. That's how I kind of took that. Not that they're mm-hmm. yeah. You know, not necessarily either way. You know, I, I'm hoping it's that way. Let me say that. I'm <laughs> I'm hoping it's that. I mean, I I've never played hey, Skyrim myself. This is a little more um optimistic than me. Okay. I have to be, man. I, I that's just who I am. You see what side I'm on. <laughs> Yeah, I, I, I really do think this will be something good for Bethesda. And, I mean, you know, we still got a year and a half before it comes out. So, you know, I'm the game. I'm looking forward to it. I, I want to yeah. play it. I think it's going to be something special, man. I, I really do. I think I think Starfield is going to be something special. Um, I'm curious what is next for them after that. A lot of people are expecting Elder Scrolls. Well, they already kind of said that they weren't going to start working on Elder Scrolls 6 until Starfield was done. Yes. Um, look. They need Starfield, please. No yeah. one, no one's checking for another Elder Scrolls. Oh yeah. Oh no, they are. They're asking for it bad. No. <laughs> Bethesda fans no. are ravenous for it, but I don't think I we're mean, getting that's anytime fine, soon. But I feel like they need to add to the clip. You know what I mean? Yeah, for sure, for sure, for sure. Like I don't have nothing against Elder Scrolls because I've played a few of them, but I will. I want them to expand. Like I right. want them to, to get Starfield out there in its own universe. And then I would love that yeah. Elder Scrolls after that, because then, because if they come out with another Elder Scrolls, we're gonna get like this effect of fatigue again. It's like, oh, we're working on another Elder Scrolls. I don't think we're getting Elder Scrolls till the end of the 2020s. I'm just go ahead and temper your expectations, people. I mean, because you, you got to think too. They're probably gonna make DLC. They're gonna make you know they, you know they're probably gonna eventually make a second one. You know, especially if, if Starfield is a hit. Yeah, I think it will be. I think it's going to be a good game, especially with them just developing it for one one console. I mean, you look at what PlayStation's first party studios do, how good their games are. I mean, look at Ratchet and Clank. My God, when they fully utilize the technology of the PlayStation Five, like that game is nuts. Like the the stuff that they've done, you know, Insomniac has done with Ratchet and Clank is is ridiculous. Um, but I don't know. I just wanted to touch on this for our last story. Like I said, it wasn't really a not really a story. It was more like an opinion. I just, I don't feel like this would have been news if it came from Sony's side. That's just how I feel about it. And people just need to accept what it is. They paid seven and a half billion dollars for a reason. And, you know, I know not everyone's able to afford a PC or an Xbox, but eventually I hope you guys will be able to so you can play these games. Um, so we can all game and talk about these great games together. That's really, that's really where for I'm sure. at, man. For sure. And I think that's uh, I think that's where we're gonna leave it. You know, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna leave it right there for y'all, chat. We're just gonna drop it, drop the mic. <laughs> Thank you guys for hanging out, man. This mic is pretty expensive. Yeah, I, yeah, we can't drop our mics. Yeah, these mics cost too much. <laughs> Thank you guys for hanging out today, man. Appreciate y'all, man. Um, as always, once again, I just want to do give a quick shout out to Paris Lily, man. You know, he, like I said, man, trailblazing. He has uh, socials. I'm oh, of course he does. does. Yeah, yeah. He has. He has Twitter. He's a part. Of, he's a part of a couple of really nice podcasts, man. He's he's been like I said, he's been in the industry for a while. Um, shout out to him, man. Buddy, the greats to be great people. Yes, indeed. Always something to aspire towards, man. Um, but yeah, man, that's gonna be the end of the audio version, guys. Thank you guys for hanging out today, man. We really appreciate you guys being here. Um, don't really have. I don't have any shout outs uh, on my end. I'm sure DC does, but. You guys can find me on uh, Twitch, twitch.tv slash Darius the Artist. We always record this podcast every Saturday at noon. 
if you guys are just audio listeners and you're curious about you know tuning in or you guys want to be a part of the chat um please feel free to stop by man that is all i got you can find me on youtube.com slash there's the artists and twitter.com at there's on youtube dc take us home baby well, I'm going to make it quick, like I always do about this time. You see, I put on my radio voice. <laughs> First of all, I want to give a quick shout out to my man, DJ Hannibal Roy. Um, we got him his first hype train, man, this week, man. Awesome, awesome, awesome. Fun. Um, he streamed at base head hours. It was like two o'clock in the morning, but oh, hey. Oh. God, I'm old. I can't stand. Yeah, I would. Enough. Hey, I told him. I was like, dude, I would love to support your stream, <laughs> but you you stream late, bro. I got Shout out to that guy. In the morning, but you know, he was very excited about getting his first hype train. So I thought it was just real cool. Man. That's always awesome. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, and you know, we got our regulars. I always want to shout those guys out: the Weenies, you know, uh, and one Anderson, Brick. Who else am I forgetting here? Um, NWBZ NWBZ uh, BZ in the building you know he about to go stream so go uh, check our guy out BZ um, and you know it just we, we're building brick by brick here I love it guys just foundation is getting stronger and stronger the house is getting you know we're working on the chimney right now yes so sir press the lumper going down slow build and we love it just come on over to our discord if you want to continue to chat about behind the scenes stuff at the gaming industry we love doing the research we love talking about it and you know our usual PSA we are just dudes who love video games you know I'm not a critic of none of that if something sucks to me personally I'll probably say it but that doesn't mean it has to suck for you so always go out give it a try yourself see if you like it just don't listen to me because you know to <laughs> me I just, I'm, I'm evil okay but anyway that's about it, guys. You can reach me at on Instagram and Twitter, underscore one LDC underscore both, and come on over. Talk to me about some video games. Give me some Apex tips, man. Cause uh, I thought I was a man, but I'm starting to suck really man, bad. We all we all need those. <laughs> yeah, man. Hey, Dizzy in here just melting whole teams with like a pistol, man. This guy is a freak. All right. But, <laughs> That's all I have to say, man. You take us home. What we playing today, man? Uh, we're probably gonna play some Halo after, guys. Uh, this is gonna be the indie audio version. Once again, thank you guys for hanging out, man. If you guys have found this podcast useful or entertaining anyway, please share it with someone that you love, man. I appreciate y'all. We will catch y'all next week, and we will see y'all later. Peace. Peace.